advise somebody who is intending to get married. I would tell them to develop a friendship with the person first. Like, do you really like that person overall? Like, not just are you physically attracted to them, but are you attracted to their mind? Do you enjoy having conversations with them? Do you enjoy spending time with them? Like, could that be your best friend? And if it couldn't, then maybe you need to rethink who it is that um, you're thinking about getting married to because there's a lot of people who are married but they don't like spending time with their spouse. They don't even like the person that they are. You know, they, they think their spouse represents something for them. And they're not even sure if that's what they truly want but their spouse may just represent something for them but they don't even like who they are deep down inside or as a person so I would say definitely that the next thing I would say is is um, communication is key before you even get married and even after you get married y'all should be communicating you definitely need to um, take a look at take a look at um, all of the the most important things like just have a, a open and honest discussion about sex about money about um, careers life paths um, do you like to travel do they not like to travel like your likes your dislikes things that annoy you like have a very honest and upfront conversation with no type of strings no strings attached like can we just be honest with each other um and bear our souls because too many people are trying to to fit what they think their partner will like so that they can get married or um they haven't taken the chance to discuss discuss the the important topics of what needs to um you know of everyday matters that are just going to make a difference when somebody is is about to get married or have a unity with another person like can y'all be on the same page and I would say the last thing is to give your partner um give your partner the room to evolve and grow and you also evolve and grow don't expect to say the same person and don't expect them to say the same person but keep keep getting to know each other so that you can always always be aware of who that person is you know because there's no you know I think that we are guaranteed to evolve and change and some people are afraid of change or they're afraid of their partner changing because they don't want to change but if you both um agree that hey you know what no matter what through it through it all i know things may change but we always are going to be committed to each other and our growth then hey that's what's said at the beginning and that's what you can bank on so those are my thoughts what about you
forgiveness and growth. Okay, Communication. You have to ask yourself, you have to ask your partner, like you said, all the hard questions that can show up in real life situation without any strength. I like that quote. Because when you say without strings attached, I look at it as people people look people are like, okay, maybe if I ask this question and they are not too happy with it, they're going to end the relationship or you're gonna walk away, they're gonna they may not end up marrying me and all of that. So you're looking at that and then you're letting that define what you can ask and what you're open to receiving honest answers to. Or sometimes just by casual conversations, you've actually you've you've actually seen a lot of stuff that you can actually talk about or ask about. But again, in the supposed name of protecting the relationship, I feel like people don't ask. Because that's very crucial. If you cannot communicate with your spouse before marriage, how the heck do you think you'll be able to communicate with them when it gets tough in marriage? Like, that's a no-no. Then the only way out is, of course, is when everybody goes their separate ways. Then, of course, that problem is solved. And, of course, that's not the end goal that you envision for any relationship before it starts. So if you don't envision that, why are you not able to have that open communication before you get married? I think that's very key. And that's what a lot of people fail to do. They ask questions, but they ask a lot of soft questions. Even during marriage counseling, sometimes they don't ask the, the tough questions. You know, how do you feel about math order? How do you feel about, you know, sex timing and all of those things? And, and of course, a lot of us have been married and we didn't even look at a lot of those things. And that's what will take me to eventually growth. You know, like people need to communicate and ask all the relevant hard questions. What do they like? Do they, I mean, what kind of, what, what kind of sex life do they envision having? What would they, what kind of relationship do they want to have when they have kids? All of these things. What kind of, how many children do they want to have? You know, in terms of money, like all these hard questions that may arise in a relationship. If I lose my job, if you lose your job, what happens? And all of that. And when you're asking these questions and communicating, you're not just communicating blindly. You have to think. You have to use your brains. Don't just be naive. The fact that your spouse says that, your potential spouse says, that, oh, I will do this, I'll do it. It doesn't mean that's it. But look at what they're saying and whether or not they mean it. Like, their actions Exactly. You should want to discern that this thing is bullshit. And don't make a mistake because you think you need to be with somebody. So you're, 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 you're willing to, to take such chances. Yes, you need to look at a magnet before you take such a dangerous chance. Are we going? You know, so that's the first thing I'll, I'll look at. And, and that's a, a subject that we, we could go into it very well. Communication. Like, that's very key. First. Then the second thing I said, I'll, I'll advise somebody is forgiveness. I've personally come to realize it. That's one thing that I've always thought about when it comes to, 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 to relationships or whatever it is, any type of relationships, forgiveness. And in marriage, in a few years of marriage, five years at least, right? We've been together more than that. But yes, forgiveness is very key because if you're not, if you don't see yourself being able to forgive your spouse for certain things, forget it, don't even start. If your spouse is not a type that looks like somebody who can forgive easily, 
I say you walk away. Because here's the thing. People are always look at forgiveness to, to look at the, the, the huge things like somebody cheating or anything. No, that's even, that's extreme. But there are a lot of little things that people are not able to forgive that piles up. That, that people bottles people's neck and it chokes them. And now they can't take it anymore. So the key is not to be able to forgive when a person does something very heavy. Like commits adultery or that's all these things that we envision to be huge. But no, little things that we do to your spouse. A man and a, or a woman who's not able to let go. And let go truly. And keeps such stuff that happens. Little, little things. I'm telling you, you're in trouble. Because once you, you, you get... Once you get you get married, you know, that becomes a major a major problem. Don't let go of anything, especially if it becomes something a little bit big. And things happen. That's what people must realize. Like, things happen. People provoke people. Like, people disagree on things and sometimes you have to learn to forgive and here's another thing about forgiveness forgiving yourself because a lot of people you can see that this man this woman does not know how, how to forgive themselves and you can find out some of these things by some of the things that happens in your relationship as you're moving on even in a communication you know they say they're forgiving you but in the next second you see it reflect in a very serious way that tells you they've bottled it up they've not they've not let go they're only holding up because of some reasons. And when you see such signs, I say run for your dear life. Because, I mean, what's the point in marrying only to know that it's bound to, to fail? I mean, there's no two ways about that. There's too many people who have had broken marriages. And beyond broken marriages, the most dangerous one that we don't normally look at is marriages that are not broken, physically separated, but are broken. And people are suffering going through pain like that's even that's worse than what do you call it that's worse than divorce itself you might as well be divorced because a lot of people are living in relationships where they're living on two separate islands but they're still together in one house like those ones are more dangerous and that's sometimes what happens when people are not able to forgive and they've bottled so much or communicate uh, yes, of course, of course, because they need to be able to to say what they what they're feeling, and that's why communication is very key, and it's my number one. Because then, of course, they're living in a relationship where they're choking. The man, the woman can't ask the man anything. The man can say what he feels about anything. And these are some of the dangerous things. And the last one is growth. Yeah. So then, of course, that takes me to to growth. Um. You you have to. I mean, this is a very tricky, tricky part, and it's something that I have personally, personally always, you know, cared about when it comes to growth. And it may be a little bit difficult to detect, but you have to be very vigilant. You have to be able to to, to look at your spouse and your life and all of that, and ask yourself whether or not this is somebody who is willing. To grow and you can use the word change adapt stuff words like that cannot fit into that space but the ability for somebody to be able to grow or accept change is very crucial in a 20 years relationship survival or marriage survival because here's the thing 
10 years is a long time for somebody to make a shift from one thing to another. 20 years is even more dangerous for a person to keep up with a particular life and not make a change. So if you have a spouse who is not open and is very rigid to the little things in your relationship when they have to make adjustments and change, that's dangerous. That's not somebody who is willing to grow in the future. So when you just take it casually and say, oh, we can work through, we can work through it. No, somebody who's not willing to grow, yes, they may be able to change. But if they can't change, see, you can't see potential to change now. Why do you take a, a, such a big gamble? Because that's very dangerous for survival of a relationship. And here's the thing, people don't listen. And that's why eventually they end up entering into relationships that they can clearly see this one will not work, but then they still go into it. So growth, I think, is very key. And you have to be very technical to detect that. It's not just enough to ask your spouse, are you willing to change? Are you willing to grow? No, 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 no. They'll say, if they want to, to marry you, they'll say yes. They're open. They'll swear even and that's that they're open to change. But you have to look at their actions. Actions, they say, speak louder than words. Look at your partner. Look at how they are today. You decided to go out and you decided to go to Chick-fil-A. But then as you went out, something came up and you, you, you have to go to, let's say, Popeye's or, or somewhere. Look at their behavior when that thing happened where there has to be that change. That tells you such a person, if something serious happens in your relationship and there has to be some growth, they will not be willing to adapt. And that's that's dangerous. I mean, if you live with somebody who cannot grow, no, 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 no. Because new things will happen and I feel like growth comes with knowledge. Would they be willing enough to learn to be able to make that growth, to be able to make that shift, to be able to make that change? For the betterment of a relationship, you should be able to see that during the dating and the and the and the play play phase. Because once you make a commitment, I do. That's it. The true nature will come out. All the small things that you are ignoring will be magnified by the I do. And once that happens, you are in for a disaster, or you are in for an, a, a, a messy end. So you're either going to walk away. Or at the end of the day, you're going to stay in it and suffer. And most people may, may decide to walk away. And most people may decide to suffer. And let me send a word to my African people. The problem with Africans, my, my people, Ghana and all of these African marriages, is that they like to suffer in silence. And, 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 if, you, if, and, and if you fall victim to that thing where you, you, you marry somebody who you, you don't see any potential for change or growth in the future, you're going to be victim you're going to be a victim because you're going to suffer in silence because you're in a society where they don't easily tolerate walking away or divorce and all of that everybody in the community will try to talk you into staying everybody in the community will try to talk you into something and at that point you're going to be living like most people who are living suffering in silence they are not happy they cannot talk to your spouses their spouses are like lions and, and they have all these problems that they're they, they, they dealing with because of what other people would think if they decide to walk away so if you know you're in a relationship like that especially in africa where divorce doesn't likely look like an easy option where you can walk away then you have to be able to make a decision prior to very firm one that no this guy doesn't look like somebody who will be open to 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 to, to change and so therefore i'm going to end this before it's too late and end it you don't owe anybody any explanation you don't owe him any you don't owe her anything so you end it quickly and then walk walk away move on maybe you're afraid you're not find somebody but i think people must have faith and believe that 
you know, when they when they have the right things going for them, they'll meet the, the person they're supposed to meet in the encounter. Of course, for most people who also don't like to grow, then they are bound to also encounter somebody who doesn't like to grow. So when the two of them meet, they'll tolerate each other. But you have to be first willing to make the changes. The things we've talked about, it's not just about you looking for one in your spot. It's, it's something that you are also willing to actually do and make those changes. Once you're willing to do that, then you're likely to meet your spouse who's also likely to do that. So you, you begin to you connect in that respect. So I think that's my three things that I would, I would say. And of course, these three things can be digested very deep you know, in, into people who want to get into to, to relationships in the first place that they look at these things.